0: Genuinely can't tell if that's good. Well, g'day and hello to you. This is Aiden Jones, and you're listening just sitting under a tree for Tuesday, the fourteenth of February, twenty twenty-three. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Are you? Do you feel loved? Are you doing some loving? Are you in love? Are you out of love? Are you hurting? Are you sad? Are you waiting outside someone's house until they? Drive away so that you can go inside and steal all their shit. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I'm not doing any of those things. But I'm very happy. I feel really good. I just had a nice Valentine's Day like meal with my girlfriend over like a video call. Um, because she's in the UK and I'm here. So we have different time zones. Man... I'm I'm feeling really good I've had a lovely day I have um, Seen a friend that I haven't seen in like 10 years It's been a First of all, actually Thanks to everyone Who came to my show uh, In Perth I had A pretty good run The Perth fringe was kind of hard this year, man There was a lot of people I think suffering from low ticket sales I think there were a lot of shows Too many shows, maybe And, uh, also dude, I didn't even realize until just this week, but fucking here's all the acts that have come to Perth or are coming to Perth in the next few months. We had Dave Chappelle, Louis CK, Tom Segura, um, uh, 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 fuck. What's his name? Kid Gorgeous Radio City. Uh, oh, I can picture his face. God damn it. You know who I'm talking about. Kid Gorgeous Radio City comedian. John Mulaney. Yes, I got it just before the fucking... I got it just before Google did. Fuck you, Google. This is the Pushing People Away podcast. Um, John Mullaney, That's four. Who else? I know there's another one. And then also the Red Hot Chili Peppers were there and the UFC was there on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? I had 11 people in my show on Sunday, which is insane. That was my lowest numbers I think. Yeah, that was. That was my lowest numbers. But the show was sick, man. Ever since... uh, On Wednesday, I had a few. But then on Thursday, it was like 30-something. And I just... I cracked it, dude. I was trying to rearrange the show all last week. Like the first weekend. the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday was okay. Saturday was really bad. Sunday was fantastic. Wednesday was kind of poor. And then Thursday... I I did it man I fucking cracked the show I got it in the order That it needs to be in Everything makes sense And now I'm just adding to that So That was a huge relief And then like Friday Was pretty Average But the show Had a good structure So it went well Saturday Was good And Sunday was Fantastic Even though There were only 11 people in there And I just I leave that festival With so much more confidence Now going into Adelaide Knowing, all right, the show's good. Now I just got to get people in to see it. And if the shows are reasonably full, the show is good enough that everyone in there is going to have a good time. I'm not worrying about, do I know the show? Do I know what bits go where? Do I know how to flow in for blah, 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 blah? I'm fucking, I know it. So I'm feeling really confident. I also want to give a big shout out to a listener. I don't know if he wants me to mention his name. I literally... I literally was just saying to my girlfriend, she she had like, not concerns, I mean, she's the best, but she was like, I, you know, oh, I don't know if I want you like talking about all our stuff and I was like, I'm not going to say private, thing. I don't want to say, you know, private stuff, I don't want to tell other people's stories, I'm really just talking about myself. I know I've made that mistake on the podcast before, so I'm trying to be vigilant about it, but I think I've been vigilant for a while ever since I got fired from that fucking job. <laughs> which by the way was like two years ago the growth you know um but um i was literally just talking to her about how i don't want to like have too much um you know i try not to use people's names and all this stuff but then so on uh, on sunday at the show This guy came in, and if you're listening, brother, shout out to you. You know what? I just decided I'm not going to use your name. I'm not going to say your name. You know who you are. Um, Thank you for coming to the show. Brought a mate as well. And uh, this guy we met, evidently, I don't remember, but we met like five and a bit years ago when I just started the podcast. When I was in Edinburgh after chasing a girl out there that the relationship didn't really have very solid foundations and so it was bad. And I was just in the worst place and then I started doing the podcast talking into my phone and he's been listening since then, five years. And he's not written in after the last two months of what I've been saying. (laughs) You're lucky, mate. You're lucky other people are picking up the slack. (laughs) um yeah it was so cool to talk to him and just hear that he's been listening for all that time and like you know i think fuck this is i'm such a narcissist man but part of what i think when i'm recording the podcast is like i i wonder if anyone has been listening for that long and has like you know experienced because i think i've grown as a person in five years i i think about who i was then and then the various kind of stages of growth and like trying to move on from the person that I've been in the past over that five years, and he was like, yeah, man, you have. I've watched you grow, and it's been really cool, so that really meant a lot. I I really appreciated it. We didn't get a photo. I gave him a free t-shirt. I'm not going to lie to you guys. In Perth, the t-shirts did not sell as well as I thought they were going to. I sold one on my birthday on Sunday, and I reckon I might have sold that because... <laughs> It was my birthday, and I told them all. And homeboy came up to me after the show and was like, "Give me one of them shirts." And at the time, I was like, "It's because the show's turned a corner and I'm good now." But I didn't sell a single one after that, and I had better shows than that Sunday. And so now I'm thinking, it was because <laughs> it was because it was my birthday, and he wanted to do me a solid. Fuck. Anyway. Did sell a T-shirt, and I gave Homeboy, who uh, has been listening to the podcast for five. You know what? If you've been listening to the podcast for five years, I'll give you a fucking T-shirt at the show. If you can come to me, and oh, if you can just come to me and somehow prove that you've been listening to the podcast for that long, at one of my shows, I'll give you a fucking shirt, mate. You've earned it. You have literally earned it, and that makes up for him not writing in. I appreciated that so much. It was lovely. And then I could see his mate kind of standing to the side being like, all right, man, like I can see you having this moment with this person whose content you consume on a regular, regular, on a regular basis. But, um, you know, I would like to leave. (laughs) That was sick. I could see his mate being like, I'm giving you this moment, but like, also let's wrap it up. Tried to involve him. I tried to be like, thanks for coming to my show, man. And thank you over there, five meters away, man. Thank you, too. You're a part of this. <laughs> Maybe you want to listen to my podcast. You clearly don't. Um, I had a great day today because I... Uh, so I landed in Adelaide yesterday. Oh, dude. Yesterday at the fucking airport in Perth it was so sick. Um, <clears throat> Went there by my... Oh, you know what I'll do? Oh, this is actually going to be the worst podcast I've ever done in my fucking life. So this week, I, uh, oh, I've i got the book here. This week, I bought a book by Stephen Fry on poetry. I can't remember what it's called. The, the book's in my bag, but the whole thing about poetry, um, he it's like that's his hobby. And so he's written a book where he talks about poetry and I guess it's almost like a lesson. So he like breaks down, you know, the various aspects of poetry, poetry from like basic and then like all the way through. And it gives you, it's supposed to, the idea of the book is you engage with it. He sets you little like exercises and then you're supposed to, um, like gain an appreciation for poetry through reading this book and completing the exercises and it's really cool man it's very engaging i'm doing the exercises i'm learning about various things meter let me try and explain a bit of poetry to you there's there's uh end stopping a line which is where so there's iambic pentameter which is i am is a foot and there's various different kinds of feet but the i am is when it's i am so it's when there's a an unstressed and then a stressed syllable, and it's two syllables. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? That's not It's five, so pent five meter, and the iamb is the kind of foot. So we're learning about those, and then at the end of a line, if you have one line of iambic pentameter, so that's ten beats or five feet. That's one line. If you have a line where the meaning of the 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 line also the meaning of it ends, so shall I compare thee to a summer's day? That's called end stopping. It's when the meaning doesn't run on to the second one. So an example of not end stopping would be if it's like in the middle of a sentence, like uh, I've got one here. What eventually what I'm gonna do? You know what? I'm I might just so the the exercise that we just did is he goes right. 16 lines of iambic pentameter and he says write it with like just to practice all the various techniques there's enjambment there's end stopping there's enjambment which is where the, the meaning flows on um there is uh which is when there's a little pause in the middle of the line like a comma or some moment to pause then there are trochaic uh I can't remember the troche is like another kind of foot, so the so the I am goes dirdent and the trochee goes dirdun. So it's the, the stress is on the first and then there's a oh fuck, what's this one called? Firric Furric with a P P H Y R I C uh is when the foot has two unstressed syllables and then the other one that isn't very much in English poetry is when there's two stressed syllables. So there's, so there's, du-dun, there's, du-dun, and there's, du-dun. too low. Does that make any sense what I'm talking about right now? I feel like I'm explaining this pretty well. So fuck off. <laughs> and there's all these different reasons why you might use them and whatever. I'm not going to go into that, but... The last thing was he goes, write 16 lines of iambic pentameter. And he says, don't rhyme and don't do anything else. Just write the lines. Now, I, I'm i starting to think that I might have done it wrong because I did it rhyming. Because I rather than just check the news headlines, he goes, just write them about the news headlines. You know what? Let's find his and let's find mine and let's fucking read them to you. Yes, that's what we're going to do. I'm really loving this book. So much so that I'm fucking standing up and running around the room with the microphone. All right, okay. I'll read you his, and then I'll read you mine. And then you can write in, or else I'm going to fucking top myself. You can write in (laughs) and tell me which ones you think is, is better. All right? We'll do a poll. By the way, this week, 94 listeners, first week. Fucking sick. So watch some of those go down once people get really disgusted at the idea of me making jokes about suicide. All right. Stephen Fry's poetry exercise. Policemen in a shocking poll revealed they have no time for apprehending felons. Criminals, now at last, are free to work. That was the first three. He's also in his. He's done four separate, you know, whereas mine is just is, is one long one in three stanzas anyway. Why can't the English play the game of cricket? Inside a tiny wooden urn are buried the ashes of a great and sporting nation. I like that one. Oh, there's another one. What did it? What did he call it? The hyper. Oh, the Hendeker syllable, um, which is when there's an eleventh syllable at the end of the line. And the reason you do they can do eleven, but you can't do nine, is because with eleven you've still got five, like feet, five of those little things. But with nine you've only got four. I don't quite understand how exactly that works, but. Um, Yeah, you can have an 11th line, an 11th syllable in a line of iambic pentameter, but you can't have less than 10. And 12 makes it 6 feet. So Those are his first two. Babies are now available in female or male. Hard to decide which sex I'll pick. Maybe I'll wait till gender is redundant. And then his last one. Towards the middle of a mighty ocean Squats a forgotten island and its people The sea that laps the margins of the atoll Broadcasts no mindless babble on its waves No email pesters the unsullied palm groves Newspaper stories pass it quietly by How long before we go there and destroy it? It's good, isn't it? I like it Even though he's like, oh, it's shit, it's shit, it's shit, whatever But, like, it's just... It's It's beautiful to have a nice bit of rhythm, isn't it? And it just, what I'm liking about writing poetry is um, it kind of forces you to think about the meaning of the thing that you're writing because you have to maybe substitute out certain words or change the order around to put it in, to make it fit the rhythmic structure. So everything kind of goes around this rhythmic structure. So here's mine. That was Stevens. Now, here's mine. I woke at nine today and had a shower. Heath Franklin, long departed, airport bound. I took a wrong direction, bags were weighing, heavy on shoulders, feet against the ground. The airport train, direct, newly developed. Perth came and went, past windows in a blur. The CBD, my frame, still sore from lifting. I shouldn't need a ticket, I concurred. No cops or guards, no mad-looking policemen awaited at the gate when I got off. Just one enormous staircase rising upwards to heaven, an airport somewhere to drop. My bag, finally, I was done with waiting. After After conveyor belt relieved my load. I passed security and there was greeted by friends and fateful endings of my road. Fuck you, Stephen Fry. That's the story of my morning yesterday. And now, like Biggie, I'm going to tell you the story. Am I? You know that song? You know what? That's I'm going to put that song at the end of this episode. Do you guys know that song by Biggie? I'm, uh, i got a story to tell. That is the fucking sickest song. He tells a story about meeting this girl at a club, going home, fucking her, and then... She's got a boyfriend. Her boyfriend plays for the New York Knicks, the basketball team. And he comes home just after they fucked. And so he pretends that he's a burglar and he is like robbing her, comes out, puts the gun to the dude's head, steals a bunch of money off him so that the guy doesn't realize that he was actually there just having sex with his girlfriend. And uh, and then he leaves and he goes to his mate's place. And he tells the story in the song first in verse and then... Afterwards, he has him a recording of him just telling the story to his mates. It's fucking awesome. And especially the verse, man. I mean, oh yeah. Well, let's just, we'll read it afterwards. There's one line that I really love. Wait, what is it? Notorious B.I.G., I got a story to tell. Lyrics. There's this one line here. Get dick off a player from the New York Knicks. No, no, no. Uh, where is it? Before, Yeah, here we go. Um, I'm up in this broad. I know he don't like this. Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him before, before the fist put a spark to him. Fuck around shit. Get dark to him. Put a part through him. Lose a major part to him. Arm, leg. Oh, I just love... Fuck, man, when he stops, lose a major part to him, arm, leg. (laughs) Let me go again. Where is that? Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him before this fist put a spark to him. Fuck around shit, get dark to him. Put a part to him, lose a major part to him, arm, leg. Oh, man, he really was the fucking best. Is that bad that I just did his voice? I don't know. Is that bad? At least I didn't say any bad words. (laughs) It's poetry, man. This is what I'm doing here. Right. So yesterday, I woke up and... uh, I mean, it's like, you know what? The problem is... This is the problem. The story that I'm telling is not interesting. That's why it's bad poetry. It's not because, I mean, it is because the poetry is bad, but it's because, maybe it's because poetry is bad inherently. No, I mean, I'm just just fucking not an incredible poet. An incredible poet would be able to make that story beautiful just with the words. Because the story is that I woke up and Heath Franklin, one of the comics I was living with, wasn't there. He got to the airport earlier than me in an uber so i was in the airbnb by myself and then i got out i took a wrong turn that was i was proudest of that part i took a wrong direction bags were weighing heavy on shoulders feet against the ground i took a wrong direction that's nice isn't it i'm quite proud of that line uh, i took a wrong turn on the way to the train that was i was so angry i was like aiden you're a fucking loser." And I got to the train station. I like ran half the way because I just wanted to catch. I'm so fucking stubborn. I got my bags out and I'm carrying heaps of stuff because I've got all my merch, which I thought I was going to get rid of. <laughs> I've got, still got 18 t-shirts. And literally, literally this number, like 900 stickers. Why did I bring all of my stickers? I'm not even selling a thousand tickets on this fucking run, Aiden. Why did I think I was... Fuck. I sold about 180 tickets in Perth, I reckon. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I took a wrong turn. This is how stubborn I am. I've been going that way the whole... Yeah, whatever. I took a wrong turn on the way to the train station. And then I realized, so I went back, but I was like, I don't want to like accept that I've taken enough of a wrong turn to... Like m- make me catch the later train So I was like running half the way And I weighed the fucking bat. Man my checked bag is 15 kilos My other bag is probably like 10 I'm carrying like 25 kilos Running <laughs> Because I just don't want to get A 15 minutes later train Lunatic Stupid stuff I get to the train But I made it And then I'm on the way to the airport I didn't have a ticket Because I didn't have time Um but I was like, ah, should be fine. It'll be okay. I'm going through the CVD. It's a new train. Last time I was in Perth, it was like a week before the new line opened, going to the airport. Um, so I got to take that for the first time. That was pretty sick. And then I didn't get caught for not having a ticket when I got to the airport. Great. Um, had to wait at the gate for a while. Had to go through... Man, I had... <laughs> Actually, it's pretty funny. I had to go through um, uh, the you know like security gate or whatever. And my bag went off. I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah, there were like a bunch of rolled up stickers that were the QR code stickers that I put on the back of my magnets. There's like a bunch of those rolled up in my bag. That set the thing off, evidently. Um, that's never happened before, but whatever. Um, but that... So that got taken to the side, so I had to lecture that. But also, when I walked through the magnetic thing, I got set off and like i just i just want to get through you no one wants to wait at security so i'm kind of impatient to be like yeah 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 whatever like i you know i'd taken my belt off and i was like oh it's probably these fucking studs and my jeans and i went to just because my jeans are just button-ups so i just undid them i was like look there they are and the guy was like no 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 like i just wanted to fucking get it done So he goes, is it alright if I touch your pants? And I'm like, look, man, just fucking... I'm just opening my pants up in front of him. And, like, I don't know, I guess he didn't want me to do that. He was just like, no, 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 it's okay. (laughs) There was something funny about me. I was, like, exposing myself to him, you know? But not out of some, like, ha-ha, fuck you, you have to check, and now I'm going to show you my dick. No, I was just like, I just want this to be over. So, like, yeah, it's just... It wasn't even my dick. I'm wearing underpants. But, like, there's something funny about me being in such a rush that I'm just like, yeah, man, look at my dick. There it is. (laughs) Like, mate, that's not the problem. (laughs) We don't need to look at your dick. I need to scan you with a magnetic thing. (laughs) Just look at it. There it is. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I got through. And then there were a bunch of comics at the airport. My boy Pete James from Cairns was he'd saw me in the line and he was waiting for me and then heath was there because his plane was delayed and then there was a luke heggie there was a geraldine hickey there was a christine ryan just a fucking gang of comics at the virgin lounge everyone flying virgin we're all golds baby we're all on our free shit fuck you it was sick we hung out for like hour and a half two hours or wait for our flights, we'd all got there early to take advantage of the free food. We're not idiots and we're just talking about comedy. That's the best. It was so nice. Everyone was leaving Perth on the same day, I guess. So anyway, what do you reckon? My poem or Stephen Fry's poem? They're both pretty shit, but you're listening to my podcast, so I would hope that you're voting for me, all 54 of you, right? What else can I tell you? Lovely day today. Um, met up with a friend i hadn't seen in 10 years and uh just she just happens to be uh living in adelaide hit me up and we just had a coffee told some great stories i also went to there's this store called a and a on hut street big shout outs to them uh running that store it's just like just opened in september and i hit them up and i was like oi I've got this show about quitting drinking. Do you want to promote it to your people? And I gave her a bunch of flyers with like the promo code. By the way, 17th of February, promo code n o n for $5 off tickets and the 18th of February, promo code BIGDROP, one word, $5 off tickets. And those two shows, everyone in the show goes into the draw. To win uh, on the 17th, it's a pack of non-stuff and on the 18th, there's a case of Big drop. So, um, yeah, come to those shows if you're in Adelaide, man. If you haven't bought tickets yet, come to those shows. Um, I'm really trying to fill those first two out and just make them sick and get some word of mouth going and blah, 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 whatever. So I put those promo codes on my flyers and I went into the um, the store ANA today on Hutt Street. Had a chat with the lady running the store. Her name's Lisa. She's lovely. Go on her Instagram. What's the Instagram? I'll give them a shout-out on the Instagram the Instagram for ANA in Adelaide is Oz underscore non underscore alk on Instagram. Did a bit of a tasting and then I've had this idea. What do you all reckon about this actually? I think this is a great bit of promo. So March, 31 days, is the month leading up to Melbourne Comedy Festival. My show in the festival starts on the thirtieth of March. And I got shows 30th, 31st, and then twenty-two nights. So I want to just be posting and have content. So I thought it'd be cool to get 31 different alcohol-free drinks and review them. But rather than reviewing them each day, I'll review them all in one sitting. Because then it's also like I'm binge drinking, but it's alcohol-free stuff. That's kind of funny. Maybe the conceit will be, let me see if I can get, <laughs> if I can get drunk. That's pretty funny, isn't it? Because <laughs> they're all 0.5% or less. I mean, some of them are just botanicals or whatever. And uh, the I'm going to use hashtag still not drunk. And um, yeah, I'm just going to use that as content to promote my show. I think that will be funny. And I'll review the products. And some of them will be great and some of them will be shit. I want to... I think I know the ones that are going to be shit. And then some of them will just be, you know, whatever. I don't know. I want to be mostly positive and just talk about what they're like. But uh, I'm sure I'll hate some of them. I don't want to be shitting on independent companies, though. I don't know. We'll see. I, that's the thing. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, maybe maybe it will be bad. Maybe some of them I just will be like, undeniably, this sucks and I hate it. But um, I'm excited to do that. So at this place today, I bought... I think I bought like 14 different things. It cost me about 80 bucks, but that's a tax write-off because it's a promo video. And uh, she chucked in another three or four different like cans of things and I've already got two here. So I'm up to 18. So I just need to buy another 13 different alcohol-free bevs. I reckon I'm going to do this over two days, record them. Because I do plan on drinking the whole can because I don't want to waste it. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to drink 31 cans in one sitting. So I'll try and do it in two. But tomorrow I'm going to do one sitting and I'm just going to try and do as much as I can. And um, yeah, I'll see where I'm at. But the plan is from the 1st of March to put out one of those videos every day. So they'll just be like less than a minute each. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you guys... ask. I want to ask you guys to share those videos please when they come out Because I want it to be a thing I wonder if I'll be able to make it a thing, who knows But I reckon it'll be fun And uh, I just want to, I don't know You know, like the idea of having like a month long social media-a-thon To try and get the word about the show out there And just to have a fucking silly thing go on social media I think it's going to be fun Looking forward to recording it (sighs) Ah, <sighs> All right, what else? Have I got anything else to talk about? You got anything else to talk about, mate? You fucking piece of shit. Aw, Aiden. Went to Venezuelan barbecue on Saturday. That was awesome. Saw my dad and his partner on Saturday night. That was sick. Oh my God, I handed in the fucking adoption papers on Friday. Homeboy, who's the podcast listener on Sunday night, asked me about that. Dude, what a fucking relief. Even a little bit of my brain still I was like niggling because I handed everything in. Oh my god, it was actually a nightmare. I found out I think I was talking about this. I found out Yeah, that that the post office fucks did the wrong thing on Monday night and so it was going to the wrong place. But I had it redirected on Tuesday morning. So I was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. And it was on Thursday morning it arrived. I went and got it from my mate's place in Fremantle. And then on Friday, I went to the um, family court in central Perth and I handed all the stuff in and I like fucking clipped it all together. I put it in a folder. I wrote what it is on the front of the folder. I gave it to the lady behind the desk. I said, this needs to be stamped as received today. And she said, I'll do that. And then I saw her put it behind the desk in a little thing and put a stamp on top of it. And she didn't stamp it. She should have stamped it. I would love to have seen her stamp it, to be honest. I'm I'm pro stamp. (laughs) I am, personally. I like a stamp. I like to see a stamp. I like to see it go down. I like to see it click. I love all the aspects thereof. And I would have preferred if she just stamped it in front of me. But the vibe that I get at the family court is they got a lot of people saying a lot of different types of shit. <laughs> it was one of those places where there's a sign that's like, don't yell at the people. <laughs> you know? I mean, I figure most of the people going in there, it's like child custody type of shit. So tempers Fray and it's just hard. So... um, Yeah, I think me getting an adoption to try and get a visa is probably the least of their concerns, you know? It's pretty low down the list rather than like fucking parents fighting over custody of their children is is a bit more serious. So I didn't want to be like, excuse me, I know this is whatever, but like, can you stamp my thing, please? I mean, it is important. It's been very stressful. I was really relieved to get it done. And I'm very grateful to both of my parents for participating in that process with me because it was very stressful. And then it was cool to have my dad come with his partner and see my show and there's stuff about my dad in the show and they were there for it and I performed it really well. I was really happy with how it went on Saturday night. And um, yeah, I don't know. It always means a lot when my family come because they're in the show so much. I want to have people, um, by the way, all of my mates from Adelaide are coming to the show. If you want to come and see the show that they're in, 21st of Feb, mate, next Tuesday, I believe, is the night that they're all coming. So come through and suss that because uh, there's a few jokes about those guys. So they'll be fucking laughing and roaring. They're always great. Um, yeah. Oh, that's pretty much it, hey? I still haven't taken the the documentary down. I said I would, but... Um, I'm still waiting for my manager to get back to me with some notes that we're going to finally fix up some last little bits of transitions and then hopefully try and sell it to someone. I'm really, really hopeful that that might actually go through because he gave me a bit of a sniff of hope with it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not taking it down yet, though. I don't know. People have been enjoying it. Everyone who's watched it, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I reckon that's it for this week. The podcast is going to be called Valentine's Day because that's the day it is, even though... I didn't fucking whatever. I don't, know. I don't want to talk about my private stuff, but that's what today is. Actually, you know what? I do want to put. This is a last little thing. Um, my mum gave me all of these posters. My room when I was a kid was just like slathered with posters, like a fucking, like a what's it called, like paper mache from the inside. <laughs> I just I felt on some level that like, hey, if you fucking have heaps of posters in your room. That's a personality. That's enough. And I got a bunch of posters from when I was a kid that she's kept for me. And she's like, You'll probably throw them out, but why don't you look at them one last time? Very nice. And I reckon I'm on a. This week's thing will be a a little deep dream of this poster Zinc, Red Square. Every Wednesday night, Zinc was this night on Wednesdays that Red Square, the club I used to work at on Hindley Street, did one summer because I guess there's just not enough people in the city, you know, and they wanted to have a successful Wednesday night because they weren't open on Wednesdays. So they had this idea to have a show called Zinc and it's all like beach themed. And I remember they (laughs) they got sand into the venue and had the side door open to make it a bit different and uh here's the poster beach wear all night including thongs bikinis and boardies that to me is so funny because you're not supposed to have thongs in a club because of the glass but i guess they were like yeah it's beach themed like i don't know (laughs) isn't that like a legal thing i don't know thongs bikinis and boardies live percussion every week they got a couple drummers to come in they're like it's caribbean and uh look out for our promo guys and girls every wednesday night at glenelg with a free entry wristbands so they had people down the beach in the afternoon walking up to people in the beach and going hey do you want free entry to red square tonight just jump on the tram and head into the city you can come straight from the beach i kind of love it but also like who's The tram to the... It's like an hour. You're really trying to get people to come on an hour tram into the city to come to Red Square on a Wednesday night? I mean, it's very difficult. They've done well, actually. Like, they've done everything that they can do, but uh, I don't think people can. (laughs) Every Wednesday night. Fucking hell, man. But I had nothing else to do, so I went. I remember I went anyway. I got one of these posters. I reckon they would have given us posters from the club and just been like, yeah, I don't know, you guys have some. And I just put one in my room. I fucking love that I have these so much. So uh, that's going to be the picture for this week. And the show, oh, you know, and oh, that's why. And I think I'm going to post some of those to any like Adelaide clubbing groups. I asked one of my mates who's still a DJ in Adelaide, are there any like cruise yeah here we go i'm gonna post it to the adelaide house and techno group and say if you want to use the promo code zinc next wednesday you can get into the show for free oh for fucking five dollars less whatever anyway fuck i'm rambling that's a podcast you guys i love you i love you happy valentine's day thank you very much for listening if you've liked it five stars spotify itunes do the thing At sitting under podcast on iTunes. On iTunes, on Instagram. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Bye bye.
1: Who y'all talking to, man? Oh, check it out. Check it out. This here goes out. For all the niggas that be fucking mad bitches. And other niggas' cribs. Thinking shit is sweet. Niggas creep up on your ass. (laughs) Live niggas respect. I kick flows for ya, kick down doors for ya. Even left all my motherfucking hoes for ya. Niggas think you pussy whip, nigga, picture that with the Kodak. It's the attack we don't get down like that. Lay my game down quite flat. Sweetness, when you talk that. Petiteness, but that ass fat. She got a body, make a nigga wanna eat that. I'm fucking with you. The bitch official though, bitch harder than the missile, yo. Try to hit it if she trippin', disappearin' like Arsenio Yo, the bitch push a double O with the five in front Probably a conniving stunt, y'all drive in front I'ma peel with her, find a deal with her She fuck around and steal, huh? Then we all get laced, television's Versace heaven When i am up in them, the shit she kick All the shit's legit, she get dick from a player off the New York Knicks Nigga trick with dick, get love, the shit was plush she stressing me the fuck, like she was in the rush We fucked in his bed, quite dangerous I'm in his ass while he clear against the Utah you call jazz My 112, CD blast. I was passed She came twice, I came last, roll the grass She giggled, saying I'm smoking on homegrown Then I heard a moan, honey I'm home, yup don't so for situations like this I'm up in this broad, I know he don't like this Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him Before this fist put a spark to him Fuck around, shit, get dark to him Put a part through him, lose a major part to him Arm, um, legs, she begging me to stop But the cat getting closer Getting hot like a toaster A cop's toast, uh before my eyes could blink she screams out Honey bring me up, something to drink He go back downstairs, more time to pick My brain racing, she's telling me to stay patient She don't know I'm cool as a fan, got in hand I don't wanna blast her man But I can and I will though I'm tryna chill though Even though situation looking kinda ill yo he came to me like a song I wrote. Told the bitch, give me a scarf, pillowcase, some rope. Got dressed quick, tied the scarf around my face. Broke the bitch up, gagged the mouth with the pillowcase. Played the cut, nigga, coming on some love, closer shit. Flash the heat on him. He stood emotionless, dropped the glass, screaming, don't blast. Get the stash, a 100 cash, just don't shoot my ass, please. Nigga pulling mad cheese out the floor Put stacks in the prod of that Hit the door, grab the keys to the five. Call my niggas on the cell, bring some weed I got a story to tell uh, yo, man, uh, y'all niggas ain't gonna believe what the fuck happened to me Remember that bitch I left the club with, man? Yeah. Yo, sticky, yo, I'm up in this bitch, clear this bitch, fuck with one of them on Nick-ass niggas and shit I'm up in the spot, so I don't, know, I'm, huh? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> which one, one of them 6-5 niggas, I don't know Yeah, anyway, I'm up in the motherfucking spot, so in the pussy whatever whatever i saw some lie. i do creep, send awesome. uh-huh. up on some yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, i so